Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. The healthcare workers that have been vaccinated to date, we, we passed 100,000 mark on the on the on the weekend, uh, um, and so we we're now continuing with that. Remember, we we passed 100,000 mark, activating around 17 sites across the country. We then increased the sites now to 49. Um, this, this will obviously uh, uh, ratchet up the speed at which we are vaccinating healthcare workers. But uh, the, um, the rate-limiting step is always going to be the delivery of vaccines as to what pace uh, we can get those vaccines from Johnson & Johnson. But our target is that we would have completed healthcare workers in April. And then by late April, early May, we will then start with phase two, which is the elderly, those with comorbidities, those that are essential workers, and those living in what we call congregate settings or working in congregate settings. And uh, we will start that in, in, in about uh, uh, um, early May or late April. You know, you're saying late April, early May. What numbers are you looking at in terms of um, the allocation for those population groups in terms of the vaccine? So we, we're, we're going to take a phased approach uh, in, the, in, the, in phase two, meaning that within phase two we'll have subgroups. So certainly, for example, in the, in the elderly, we would start with the, those that are at the higher age group first. So uh, setting a target, for example, everybody that's over the age of 75 to be vaccinated first, then going from 75 to you know 65, etc. That would be the kind of uh, um, uh, phasing in for for the elderly. We would do the same thing in terms of uh, comorbidity. So we would uh, identify those with the highest risk of comorbidities, you know, diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and a person that's got a got a combination of those kinds of comorbidities because they have a higher risk. But we would run each of these in parallel, so so that. Uh, you, whether you're an essential worker in a congregate setting or elderly with a comorbidity, we would in parallel phase this through. Uh, we will provide more more information about the numbers and uh, where people will register and all of that in the, in the next couple of weeks. What are the technical planning and preparations should a third wave strike? A lot of people usually ask about the third wave, assuming it's a it's a preordained destiny, and it is not. It's, it's actually in our hands. So, you know, if everybody got together and said, we're really not going to be allowed this, this virus to, to give us a third wave, we're all going to wear our masks, sanitize, etc., uh, we won't have a third wave. So a third wave is dependent largely on us, uh, but we, we obviously in the health department must prepare for a third wave. So uh, we're we obviously regrouping now, and uh, we'll... Uh, reallocate resources to make sure that uh, all of the facilities that have patients are ready again. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.